Welcome to the Heart of Rural America podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Radke, an American cattle rancher and motivational speaker, raising my kids and writing children's books in South Dakota. There's a David and Goliath story unfolding in agriculture today. And I don't know about you, but my money is on the underdog, the hardworking folks who value faith, family, freedom, and their farming communities. This show will highlight the untold stories of these resilient and determined families who I have the great pleasure of meeting in my travels across this nation as an agricultural speaker. It is my hope that their stories will remind us to live with great courage because we are not alone in this fight to keep producers on the land and meet dairy and eggs on the dinner table. Now let's hit the dusty trail together as we uncover the heart of rural America. Welcome to your show. Here's my mom, Amanda Radke. It's Amanda Radke here for another episode of The Heart of Rural America, the show where we highlight great people doing inspiring things in the country across this great nation that we love to make agriculture stronger, to make our food system more robust, to support their families and their neighbors and their loved ones. And so today I have a short and snappy episode for you, a bonus episode, if you will. It's been the end of a long work day at the CK6 team where I work alongside some really great folks helping seed stock producers market their animals and connect with their customers and do do what they can do in the free market to earn a premium for what they do and support their families and build their businesses and pursue their dreams in the beef cattle business. And, and so today we just, we just wrapped up a, a sale hosted by Musgrave Angus. They had an online sale this evening and I was able to catch up with CK6 owner, Chris Earl. He had just finished a long tour of this country, stopping at different clients, but he was finally back home on the ranch and his family was busy busy videotaping cattle for their upcoming production sale. And in fact, I have an episode coming out featuring Chris's sons, Trent and Garrett Earl on the ranch and, and talking about life on the range, running cattle and, and pursuing genetic excellence in the Angus breed while also dealing with the challenges of, of tough country there in New Mexico. And so I was able to catch Chris here for a 15 minute interview before he was off to the next thing. And so was I. And and of course, it's it's Black Friday sale week here at, at my headquarters. And so it's a busy week of shipping orders. And, and my shipping crew is rather lean this year <laughs> right now. And, and so we're going to be doing some late night shipping after I'm done recording this. But for right now, I just thought it would be really nice to sit and record this little episode. I'm sitting here with Croy Radke, my five-year-old, the baby of the family, the one that you guys recognize in the show opener. What do you say on the show? About I your, don't know. You say, welcome to the show. Here's uh, my mom, Amanda Radke. Can you say it again? <laughs> welcome to the show. My name is mom, Amanda Radke. Did you guys get all that? <laughs> You know, I'm on the run a lot. I will have completed 52 speeches in 2023 by the time the year wraps up. But at the end of the day, what motivates me to be on the road and, and fight for rural America and, and agriculture and farm and ranch families like mine is these little kids, my four little kids and, and their future in this business and 
and quite frankly, um, the future of our beef industry and the future of our food supply and our food security and our national security. And I, I think about all of these things. And at the end of the day, I figure if Congress isn't going to fix the mess that we see in this country, then it's up to us in the private sector to find solutions, to serve people, to to help one another out, to build community and to do all these things that can lead to greater profitability and greater connection and ultimately feeding people with the highest quality, most nutrient-dense product in the world, and that's beef. And and so that's my passion, and it's what I love to do. And and thankfully, the good Lord protects me when I'm out on the road and, and gets me back home to these kiddos after my speeches and sales that I go to. But on this bonus episode that I'm about to release, it features myself and Chris Hurl as we talk about an incredible thing that just happened at one of our sales with Capital Angus and Texas Beef House. Now, if you missed the original episode, you can scroll back to several previous episodes and I interview Aaron Duvall at Capital Angus and talk about this auction sale that we were going to try something new. Uh, So the Duvall family was very fearless in trying to bring to market for the first time in modern history anyway, and putting steaks and ground beef and summer sausages on auction and letting their customers bid and set the price. And the auction was wildly successful. I think it exceeded any expectations any of us had. I I was so proud of what happened and so in shock and awe. It wasn't even my beef that was selling. And I'm watching this sale unfold and I'm I'm crying happy tears. And, And that's because At the end of the day, there are challenges in this beef cattle business that we face. There are dispersals every week in this country. We are losing more cow-calf and stalkers each and every year. The feedlot industry has been carved out of, of most families that used to play in that space. And yet, I am optimistic about the future of the beef cattle industry. It might not look the way it looked for my dad or my grandpa or previous generations, But where there is a will, there's a way. And what I tell my audiences quite often is that those that would love to see us off the land, that think they can regulate us out of business, that they think they can make our product in a a Petri dish, in a lab, and and grow it like some crazy, weird sci-fi project and call it beef, for those celebrities and politicians and media pundits who love to use the cow fart myth as a way to sell newspapers and get votes and, and clickbait people so that they can go viral. For all these people that are against us and have the target on our back, I tell them and I would say to them, you don't know the people I know. You don't know the families who have tended to the land and and livestock for generations who have passed down these rich traditions with each new generation. You don't know the people that are willing to stay up all night to make sure a baby calf gets up and sucks. And you don't know the people who will drop everything because they get the word that the neighbor's cows are out and they need to be sorted and put back in. You don't know the people that will put up hay in the middle of the summer when it's so hot and the mosquitoes are out and you're sweating to death. And you don't know the people that'll bundle up in coveralls at midnight to go check for new babies and drag them out of a snowbank. You don't know the people that'll work seven days a week 
with very little pay and very little reward and very little rest. And they wake up each day on fire to do the exact same thing because they love it. They love the challenge. They love the pursuit of excellence. They love looking at the elements, the environment, nature, the markets, all of the regulatory burdens, all of the challenges, all of the reasons that society tells them it should not work. And yet they look at it at what it is, they square up their shoulders and they say, want to bet? Watch me go. And they don't give up and they don't give in and they have that grit and resilience to keep after it, to keep into it, to get in, to dig in their heels, to go after it more and more again. They don't know these people, but you know what? I do. And as I tell many of my audiences, the cattlemen and women that I know, the farmers and ranchers that I know, They're not playing to lose. They're not playing to cave. They're not playing to fold and to lose it all because someone outside of our industry says that we're done. No, instead, what I'm seeing and what I'm so proud to be a part of both in my ag advocacy work and my work as a consultant at CK6 is it's such a thrill and it's so rewarding to work with these families, to help them pursue their passions and what they love to do and to help to create new pathways for success and for profitability, to create a greater margin on what they're operating with, to connect with those consumers and to ultimately when we marry all of those things together, good things happen. That is entrepreneurship in America. That is capitalism. That is the free market. And guess what? In the beef industry today, we have been conditioned to believe we just have to take what we can get. And so all that to say, I think you guys are going to really enjoy this discussion with my dear friend, Chris Earl, as we highlight what this beef auction looks like and how the market and the customers responded in spades with overwhelming support for this hardworking ranching family, the Duvals, who tirelessly pursue that great beef eating experience and work so hard to deliver it to people across this country. So not mentioned in the episode, and then we'll head right to Chris, but on that auction, we had 800 people participating in person and online. We had over 100 customers from across the country buying this beef in this online auction. Wes Tiamen with CK6 Consulting was our auctioneer. He slowed down the pace of the auction perfectly. Chris Earl was up at the block along with the Duvals explaining the beef cuts and the great ways you can prepare the beef and use the different recipes to present the beef in the best way possible so that for the maximum beef eating experience. We had Cody Fleeman taking bids from all across the country. And you know what was just really great about it? At the end of the day, these were families who wanted to stockpile their freezers with beef and they were willing to pay a premium for that beef because they got to know that rancher, that ranching family. And so I'm just excited about it. There's some naysayers, of course, that are telling us all the reasons that this auction format won't work. And that's fine. I figure if people aren't talking about you, you're not doing anything interesting anyway. But overwhelmingly, the support that has come in, the messages that I've received, that we've all received, has been just crazy. It's been uh, so exciting and so humbling. I just want to say this. This is just the beginning. So if you're sitting there on your family's farm and ranch 
and you're trying to figure out a pathway forward to make sure that yourself and your kids and your grandkids get paid for the work that you do and that allows you to stay on the land without bleeding red every year, there are ways. It's time to get creative and innovative and look at what problems exist and then you go be the solution to the problem. And when you do that, that's when fantastic business ideas arise. That's when profitability happens. That's when relationships and connections happen. And at the end of the day, we might be in the cattle business, but we're really in the people business. And so it is my pleasure to queue up this episode. I'm going to wrap up now because I see Croy has fallen asleep in my lap and it's time to go rock my babies to sleep. But I hope you enjoy this bonus episode with Chris Earl of CK6 Consulting. And uh, we will see you on the dusty trail, my friends. God bless and thank you so much for tuning in. Now let's get to the episode. The Heart of Rural America is presented to you by my dear friends at CK6 Consulting, a cattle business consulting service with a purebred Angus focus. I recently joined the CK6 crew and I would love to connect with you at an upcoming sale. Check out the sale calendar at ck6consulting.com to learn more about opportunities to invest in elite Angus genetics coming from our progressive and innovative clients who truly exemplify what it means to be the heart of rural America. And for all your semen needs, visit ck6source.com, an online stud service that features some of our clients' top performing bulls. Give Chris Earle, Wes Teeman, Cody Fleeman, or myself a call with any questions or business inquiries you may have. CK6 is all about families helping families, and I'm so proud and grateful to be a part of it. Now let's get back to the show. Hey everyone, it's Amanda Radke and Chris Earle with CK6 Consulting, and I, I got to tell you, our crew has been running hard here the last couple of weeks, and we're not slowing down as we draw to the end of 2023 and get ready for a busy sales season come 2024. But we thought it was important to pause for just a moment to reflect on an auction sale that we just completed here down in Texas with Texas Beef House and Capital Angus. Chris, this was an idea, a concept that you have had in mind for quite some time, and we were able to bring it to fruition down with the Duval family. So let's just talk about it. What happened down in Texas and how did this all come to fruition? Amazing, really. I mean, it, you know, we brought a concept that's old as time, and that is to put your wares in front of the public and let the public establish price. You know, I thought our team, along with the Duvals, very much brought an idea to life. And that idea is how can we put a great meat product or beef product in front of the public and also have it get paid for at levels, you know, be frank, we have not seen. And you know, it, so I don't know that the idea is new. You know, they do it in tuna. They do it in a lot of different things. They do it uh, all across the world in many different venues. Uh, only thing I, I think was different for here, Amanda, was we brought it to beef and we found an owner that was fearless and confident all at the same same time in their product in order that, you know, they had the courage to put it in front of the public in large quantities. And it was it was a great night. It was a great night. So for those that maybe missed the action, um, Capital Angus usually does their annual production sale uh, offering bulls and females. And this year in a brand new setting for 
probably the first time in for sure modern history that we know of, we put beef on an auction to be auctioned off live with the bidders choosing the price and getting to fight over these primals and box cases. And I know uh, there's probably a lot of nerves leading up to it. How is this going to go? Are we going to sell the beef for under the money? Maybe a cool opportunity for consumers to get this uh, Angus beef and these prime ribs and all these things for maybe under the money, but the exact opposite happened. And I think we're all just trying to wrap our heads around what this beef actually brought. I mean, these producers spend their entire lives dedicated to raising the best beef they can through genetic selection, using the environment they have, and focusing on that quality beef eating experience. They have a loyal following of customers, and those customers showed up that day and they fought over this beef. So Chris, let's let's just talk about the specifics. What do we mean by fight over this beef? Because this was not just a little day. This was a big day for the Duval family and for the future of the beef industry, frankly. I guess I hope it does that. But for right now, Amanda, we're doing our job. We are taking what we know how to do with a great team. And we are trying to service a client to the best of our ability, period. And I think we did that. And, and I think the team came together to bring value to that product. And, and I think, you know, we did 2,500 pounds, 1,750 pounds of it was hamburger or sausage. It averaged just under $9 a pound. We did uh, over 770 pounds of primals or steak cuts. That did around $68 a pound. At the end of the day, 2,500 pounds was about four steers brought in close to $68,000 to the Duval fa- family. Let's just say that you know, one more time. So bring- four, four head. Are you listening? Every person that's messaged me is like, wait, what? Four head brought the equivalent of how much now? Yeah, you know, $68,000. And, you know, but look. If we, if you and I were to take uh, our spouses out for a dinner tonight, a high-end steak place, we would pay 50 to 100 for a bone-in ribeye 16-ouncer. You know, uh, that's what those people did there. I mean, they basically, the market's never wrong, right? It brought $68 a pound for steak and primals. Those people went and bought a high-end product for their home. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so as... You know, people always ask about the, you know, the premise of this and, 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 and the thought of it. And I think it really originates with, do you believe in people or do you believe in a corporate commodity? This is all you deserve mindset. Mm-hmm. My life's been, I was raised, I run my business. We run a ranch by believing in people. Mm-hmm. And I believe my life at the end of it be about people. Mm-hmm. So in a recap of it, you know, I got back from a convention, a beef convention, and there's all the corporate you want, Amanda, wherever you turn in the, in the commodity business, beef business, whatever business you want, your donuts and coffee sponsored by Pfizer. It's there for you. You want your corn and you want your rice to be labeled vegan uh, product at a beef conference. It's there for you. It's just not there for me no more. I'm going to stay focused on servicing good people that are working hard at this way of life to raise a product that's desired, hunted, and in turn, turn that into a good business and helps facilitate great people. So that's going to be our focus at CK6 Consulting, 12 days of Christmas auction. I can't wait. 12 days of Christmas, 12 lots. Each one of those lots will have more between 32 and 36 pounds of top end cuts in it. 
Uh, our good friends at CCI Live are going to be there to help us again. They were great on the first auction. They're going to help us on this one. It's going to be a little different style. We're not going to have a live close with uh, Wes, but we're going to have basically two and a half days of bidding where you can bid from December 1st to December 3rd with what, you know, in our business, we call a horse race finish, which means mm-hmm. at the end of the three days, you're going to be able to bid. And when it, and when you bid, no matter on what item, it's going to extend the, the bidding clock for, you know, probably two more minutes. We'll have to set that time. We'll have to get, sure. get that narrowed uh, down. But, you know, so December 1 to December 3rd, we're bringing another 400 plus pounds to the market to be auctioned. And I can't wait. I mean, these guys are fearless to try something new. There has been, I mean, wildly, the response from beef producers or other cattlemen has been enthusiastic and renewed spirit about them. I, I, You and I have talked about this a long time and how we could bring this to fruition. And I'll, I'll never forget, we had a conversation. I was down at your ranch in New Mexico, sitting in the yard and, and you pointed out that cow, a cow in the yard. And you said, you know, if you sold it by the burger, she's worth about $8,000, not, you know, 2,500 or 3,000, whatever you'd get at the sale barn. And I, I think what this represents is taking out the middleman and the cow calf guy recognizing that I'm not always getting a fair shake or a fair price when I just take them to the sale barn. I need to get closer to that consumer retail dollar because that is where the margin is. That is where the premium is. And right now four guys control 85% of that market. Well, we have some room to play. And there was some naysayers on the internet, of course, and I'd be remiss not to mention it, but one gal basically said, you know, this is not going to work for our beef industry. This is not sustainable. You know, why should you prop up one beef? And, you know, and it's the analogy is that to me, it's like, here was a family that said, hey, we have customers that like what we do and they're willing to pay a premium for it. We're going to just go straight to to the people we want to serve and see what they decide it's worth. And to me, that's that's American entrepreneurship. That's capitalism. And that's that's the free market. And oh, I'm just on fire about this whole concept. I listened to a podcast today again, Amanda, that, you know, really, uh, there's a lot of people, look, that don't like independent thought. Matter of fact, I've watched this thing for 33 years now. And I'm just telling you the way this thing's set up, this team ain't working. This team is not mm-hmm. working. I'm watching people exit this business in, in a fashion I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. So you and I talk often is my job is to serve people and I'm going to help mm-hmm. them. I'm going to serve them in, in, in order that the people that I know and can help increase margin. And yeah. because I want this way of life for them to stick around, no matter what anybody tells me that I am, no matter what anyone says you can't do, that's just not in my wheelhouse. We're going to find great people. We're going to attack this thing. We're going to help those people. There's a lot of people out there that, that, you know, are looking for answers to the global thing here. I'm not, I'm not, I'm looking for answers for the people that I work with and know and love. And that's what I'm going to stay, stay focused on. Well, I think it's important to note we can continue to be united as a greater beef industry on political issues. We can get active. You can go talk to your elected officials. You can fight for that political will to bust up the monopolies and change things up. But a lot of guys are going to go broke if we wait for a political solution. So that's where I think you and I are on the same page. 
Well, yeah, yeah, that's why we're just seeing dispersals every single week. And yet, if we can show people there are different ways, we don't have to work in this box that's just been laid out for us that you do it this way, you calve at this time, you wean at this time, and you sell at this time, and that's the price you're going to get on that weekend because that's when you sell. Like, what if we do things a little different? And what if it gives people hope for something, a, a new idea for their kids or grandkids to pursue. I think it's, it's worth celebrating. And, and I, and that's why I'm so on fire about it. And that's why as we yeah, lead I, into the I next agree. one, it's uh, what's next. Yeah the, yeah. the conservative capitalist part of me uh, believes in people. And look, I, I hear the mantra across corporate America, across that thing, you know, the basic premise is you people need lead, you know, I mean, I hear it all the time. You know, these people need a leader. They need lead. Uh, no, they don't. No, they don't. The free market leads. Yeah. That's who That's who leads. There's experts I run across. In my 130,000 miles across this country, I get a lot of driveways. I get up to see a lot of people. There are brilliant people mm -hmm. that run cattle. Brilliant. They don't need lead. They don't need to show what to do. They need a free market. That's yep. what we need here, mm -hmm. a free market. And there's a lot of people that, you know, tell you you need lead because they don't want you to have a free market. And we're here to fight for the people that can tie into a vision. And that vision is a great progress and a free market. And we're going to keep pushing it. And this is just one way we're going to do it. And on the flip side of things, if you're listening to this and you're raising beef cattle and you're wondering what, what is a pathway forward, there is a customer for you out there. There are millions and millions of people to feed and they love beef. And I would encourage you all to tell your story, raise the best beef you possibly can and connect with the people you want to serve and good things will come from it. And I, I think that's what happened at Capital Angus, no question. And it's exciting. I don't think I've stopped smiling yeah. since it happened. No, it's it's fun. I mean, it, it's exciting. Uh, the results are great and uh, we have a mission. We're gonna continue this. We're developing it. We've been, uh, we've been looking at it a long time, found the right uh, client to start it. And we're gonna develop this as a company in order that this hopefully reaches out to more people that want the service, that want the professionalism I hope the company brings in order that we can bring a great product to the market because I think it brings unbelievable results to people that I love working with and that's small town America that have a valued meat product that are looking for other ways of income in order to create the margin that they need to perform in rural America. And I think we might have just found something mm -hmm. that I'm hoping that's what I'm praying for. And I hope this thing takes off. So I do that's too. Our goal. And I think any, anytime you can create new options for marketing to capture value, to have a competitive marketplace, bring it on. I mean, that's what it's all about. I think that's what we stand for here at CK6 Consulting. So again, we want to remind you guys to tune in and share with your friends and family and loved ones. The best gift you can possibly give at Christmas time is beef. Hands down. Yeah. Nobody's going to complain about it. So uh, check right. it out on cci.live on December. It starts December 1st, runs yep. through December 3rd ends at 3 p.m. with a horse race finish. There's going to be 12 very Merry Christmas lots to choose from. And you can always contact the CK6 team or the Duval family at Capital Angus and Texas Beef House for more information. Awesome. Can't wait. Right. Take care, Chris, and God bless everyone. Thanks, Amanda. The Heart of Rural America is presented in part by Lynn's Heritage Angus and Meats by Lynn's. Founded in 1963 as a Chicago neighborhood butcher shop and growing to an international supplier of high-quality beef in the white tablecloth space, 
Meats by Linz is a four-generation family-owned business. The Linz Heritage Angus Program was developed to allow for greater control of the end product, a focus on using elite Angus genetics while also managing the feed, environment, age, and weight of the cattle allows Fred Linz and his crew the ability to source the very best beef produced from the heart of their Angus program, meeting and exceeding the needs of their customers worldwide. Discover more at LinzHeritageAngus.com and shop for beef at ShopLinz.com. Use code AMANDA20 to save 20% on your next beef purchase. That's a pretty sweet deal, my fellow beef lovers. Working cattle can be stressful at times, but the job is made so much easier with equipment that is safe, strong, and simply designed. I highly recommend Real Tough Livestock Equipment for all your working facility needs. We just installed the Deluxe Chute at Radke Land and Cattle, and it has been an absolute game changer as we run cows through our chute during AI season. It's durable and easy to use, and it's made to last a lifetime. Real Tough offers a wide range of products, including calving barns, panels, loading chutes, tubs, alleys, and portable working systems. Manufactured in the U.S. of A., Real Tough is family-owned and operated. Their commitment to helping farm and ranch families truly exemplifies what this show is all about. Learn more at realtough.com, that's T-U-F-F, and be sure to tell them Amanda sent you to receive an extra bonus with your order. Let's get you some iconic green Real Tough equipment headed your way. I promise you're going to love it. Thank you for tuning into the show. If you found value in the message, I would be so grateful if you would subscribe and share to help spread the word. Until next time we meet on the Dusty Trail, I'm Amanda Radke, and this is the Heart of Roll America.